welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 26 of the Go For Two podcast. I am your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my friend, my buddy, my pal, and a very, very bittersweet podcast today, Lucas. It's the last episode of season one. What's up, brother? Look, this... What's more sad, Jackson, that the pod is done for season one? Yeah. Or that football season's gone? Football. You you think football? Yeah, well, you, you gotta say you gotta say football. I, I mean, think let's so. be honest. We do this because it makes football more fun. That's that right? is true, and if, I I love doing it every single week. Possible, which it is. Fantasy because we're here. Podcast, conversation, oh. comments. What else, what else do you want? What else do you want? Nothing else in life. Speaking, that's really it. Speaking of comments. Oh yeah yeah. Would you happen to know if we have any this week? I'm gonna I'm gonna check on that real quick. But guys, um, man, it has been one crazy season. Me and Lucas were just looking over some of the past episodes that we had. Uh, everything from episode one to the Spooktober special, best episode so far. By the way, we're gonna have to do some more of that stuff. Um, yes, dude, I love the Spooktober stuff. Spooktober stuff was absolutely <clears throat> incredible. Um, I'm looking up some some different. Uh, comments right now, but um, yeah, actually, we have four from. We do. From I just, Casey. I just saw him. I just saw him. I pulled him up. All right, all right. <laughs> Thank you, Casey. You're sitting us out in style, brother. We're gonna, we're gonna read a couple here for you. <laughs> he says, Jackson, you got to get off the Lamar Jackson wagon. Yeah, he had a great season. Being a running back, great job. <laughs> Quarterback's job is passing, passing, and. More passing. I'll give a good tip to Lamar Jackson. Watch Ryan Tannehill and how he passes the ball. Ooh, some shade throwing at you, Jackson. Some shade and a compliment to you. I'm telling you, he likes you more than me. That's just... You're his best oh, friend, I'm, Lucas. I'm going to love this next comment. Go, Mr. Jackson. Okay. Oh, here we go. Yeah. The comeback player of the year. And yes, totally agree. Ryan Tannehill. I was not a fan <laughs> of him, but he took Brady out and took out Lamar and really played good against the Chiefs, I thought. So Tannehill did awesome and saved the Titans' season. Jackson, one question. What did Travis Frederick do? Nothing. Yes, he came back. He did good, but not enough to win a comeback award, bro. Dude, you cracked me up like no other picking Travis Frederick. Oh, man, it's so funny. Homer. He's a homer. <laughs> listen, they were out. I, I want to pre- – listen. Go back and listen to the episode. Who I won said, the award? These were our picks for our awards and who we would give them to, not who we thought we're going to give them to. There's weren't predictions. <clears throat> These were our personal thoughts. Although Lucas played it like he was picking predictions, and yes, Ryan Tannehill won it. Even though I think I didn't think he should have been a. Uh, and I, I won the bet, been Jackson. Disqualified. I won the bet. You I did when uh, I already challenged to see if Lucas we actually counted as a bet, <laughs> but we did count as a bet, and I lost. Yes, you can go back in the last pod. You can look at it. I literally was like, I'm putting this down. Official bet. It happened. Right? It happened. And that's what matters. <laughs> it really did. It really did. Congratulations to Ryan Tannehill. He's probably about to get paid like 32. Don't don't talk about the money. We ain't went. We're not getting there yet? <laughs> hurts me. Hurts me. Hurts me. <laughs> All right. His third comment coming from Mr. Casey Crawford. Oh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback, 4,000 passing yards for the season, 127 rushing yards. Uh, Jackson got to win a championship pocket passer. Or, oh, it says, Jackson, to win a championship pocket passer, one question. Lamar Jackson who? He said, LOL, oh, wait, you meant Lamar Hunt, right? 
Lamar Hunt finally got them a Mahomes pocket passer, and they got a Super Bowl beat in the 49ers defense because of passing the ball. Okay, listen, Casey. Number one QB's job, pass the ball. Well, it is true, but Patrick Mahomes didn't didn't uh, play from the pocket all the time. This dude's a mobile quarterback. This dude's doing behind the back and sidearm passes all over but the But this time, is, we talked about this, I talked about this, that what? is the perfect difference between a running quarterback and a quarterback that is mobile. Yeah. Has the, the ability who, to run. Who can escape the pocket, has the ability to run and extend plays, i.e. Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers. Super Bowl winners. Correct. Correct. All right, his last last comment, he says, Lucas, ask Jackson, did I know more about football than him? Well, I, I kind of say it even though I, sh- I should say he knows more about players on every team just about. Me, I just follow my favorite players. Uh, and he said, oh, yeah, me and Jackson are about even on Madden. That's false. I've played you before. Easy money. That's all I have all to right. say. Well, look. Look. <clears throat> just didn't accept the defeat, Jackson. Me and Casey got you beat. On what? On everything. I picked the most correct games this year. All right. We're not there yet. I also happened to pick the past three (laughs) games correct. AFC, NFC Championship, and the Super Bowl. Yeah. I picked those three right. You got all those wrong. How does it feel, Lucas? Did you pick the NFC Championship? Sure did. I said, Lucas, how does... I'm saying it to you right now. How does it feel to be wrong the last, like, three weeks in a row? How does it feel to not make the playoffs? Feels pretty dang bad, brother. Well, I don't Thanks feel that for bad. bringing it up. <laughs> I don't feel nearly that bad, dude. I'm sad. It's the end of the season. The yeah, end of season yeah, one. It's it's not really over. All right, we got this episode, so let's true. You know, let's talk about some important stuff, Jackson. We got to talk about the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, right? that was a, that was we, kind of a thing. We gotta, well, there's a specific commercial. That we got to talk about later on. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I want to I touch on our hometown heroes a little bit. We're not going to do a take it or leave it this week. Jackson is sad. I am upset. We're going to update on our show. bets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to update on our bets, update mm-hmm. our um, numbers and stuff on our picks. All right. All good stuff. Right. Um, but I want to talk about the Super Bowl right now. Okay. Yes. Important matters so, of the day. Right. So, number one, congratulations to the Chiefs. You Absolutely. terrible, terrible people. Um. Funny comments. Uh, 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 that's not what they do. Uh, that's not what they do. Uh, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's not what they do, uh, uh, Jackson. <laughs> what did they do? Do it for me. You were there. Not they at the, the Super Bowl, but at the, you were at the Titans uh, game. Uh, oh, okay. Is it, Lo- is it Logan, our friend Logan, that does the other one? Probably. Yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's like a White Stripe song. <laughs> is it really? Like Seven Nation Army. It's called Seven Nation Army. Anyways. You just need to you just need to leave after that. I mean, let's be honest here. Anyways, that's what so, it sounded like. Like I was trying to say, first off, congratulations. Before I was oopsies, rudely interrupted, <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> oopsies. Have, have some respect, bro. Jesus. I do. They won. That's fantastic. I picked them to win, even though they beat the Titans, which is terrible. But funny thing, funny yeah, comment I seen on Twitter. I thought it was hilarious. Share that with you guys. They said that. Um, so. Since the Titans lost by, or no, since the Titans scored more points on the Chiefs than the 49ers did, does that mean we're the second best team in the NFL? 
I think you can definitely can't make argue it, with that. I think you could definitely make a case for third. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um, could make a case for third. I'd put you over the Packers and Matt Lefleur Cresson. That was an ugly game. I'll put you over him though. But um, first off, I am really happy for Andy Reid. Okay, absolutely. Good absolutely. dude. Absolutely got the win. I kind of didn't want him to, because he's kind of a choke artist. But he got there. He ain't choke artist anymore. Came cool. down from behind gonna... ten within the fourth quarter. Yeah, but okay, we got to talk about that. How much of that okay. is him, and how much of that is Patrick? All right, Holmes all right. And... We're, yeah, we're about to get all. Yeah. We're about to get. We're about to get into into all of this. How much was it the other team? Let's dissect it. Ignoramuses. All right. <laughs> so. All right. <laughs> Hey, that's, that, y'all know that little game at Cracker Barrel where you put the pegs in? Dude, I love that game. I yeah, will go to well, Cracker you know, Barrel if, just to play that game and eat my French toast. Well, if you leave like four or more pegs, you're an ignorant moose. Ignorant moose. Okay, I know some ignorant moose people. Ignorant moose. Yeah, I'm looking at one. Um, Same. So anyway. <laughs> um, so do you think uh, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl or did the 49ers kind of give it away? Did they lose it? I feel like the 49ers gave it away. Why? Because you're up 10 with nine minutes left to go, and you run the ball four times. I mean... I agree. I'm saying, Kyle Shanahan, let's rewind two years. Yeah, why'd you lose against the Patriots? To this, Yeah, you're up 28-3 to with three minutes left to go in the third quarter. You run the ball a total of three times with the rest of that time and the fourth quarter combined. You gave him a chance to come back. He did the same thing here with Kansas City. Now, I'm not going to take away from Kansas City. I'm not going to take away from the plays that they made or the catches that they caught. or I will take one away. Which one? Oopsies, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. But... Yeah, you know, it's, you know we're good. His, he, Patrick Mahomes sits back there and he just lobs it. It looks like he just punted the ball. All right. You talking about that eleven step drop? And then the yeah, thirty yeah, step drop. It, yeah, it was third and fifteen, right? And then he had just eleven and step drop, forty yard bomb. There's three people Kill. around Tyreek Hill, and that was that was nothing, dude. That was literally just he just punted the ball with his arm, and Tyreek Hill just got under it. And he okay. waited, and no one ran to him. That was crazy. I watched that play. I was like, I was, it was third and 15. I'm like, and the Niners are getting pressure. But he got an 11-step drop, just bombed it out there. And he caught that. I was like, oh, my gosh, the tide is turning. That was Lucas, so stupid. Lucas, did I not text you? I think it was 10 minutes left. You uh, said it was over. Yeah. I think the Niners scored or something like that to go up 10. And I was like, that's a, da- or, that's a dagger. That's it. Game over. Because they just were running all over the Chiefs. They decided to mm-hmm. stop. So then the, the Chiefs come back. What did they do? Did they score a touchdown? Scored a touchdown real quick. Got scored another stop. And then, but that stop was the big thing. Yes. <clears throat> Excuse me. 49ers run the football on first down. Get like five yards. Yeah. Second and five. They throw the ball with Jimmy G. Batted down at the line. Second and time that happened. That night, yeah. Then it's third and five, and and that and you know just incomplete. Have to punt. Took like forty seconds you, off the clock. Do you feel like right there he's like, okay, I'm going for the win. Like I'm like instead of running the ball and taking time off the clock, I'm going to go for the first down right now. Even though I could possibly pick up the first down by running it. 
Like, do you think like he was just trying to play like super aggressive? I think he scared the Chiefs, just like every team that plays the Chiefs. The reason the Chiefs can make these comebacks and get these these stops towards the end of games, or like kind of in these middle part of the games, where teams get scared, because the Chiefs start coming back on you, you're like, oh no, everyone has to do so much, and you, I think teams just get panicked. Yeah, because they can score twenty eight points in four minutes. Right. Well, why did they do that though? Like the other team made because, mistakes. Of course. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, the Chiefs are like you know, godly exactly. or omnipotent like people, or some kind. Right. But, people get in their own heads, man. Um, but that, so then that happens and then the chiefs go score and then the 49ers have their drive. So this drive bothered me the most because they move down the field and they're at like the half, they're halfway down the field, right? Yeah. And it's third and 10. You have not run the ball at all. You had three timeouts in the two minute warning. You have not run the ball at all. It feels like. Yeah. You're only down by four. Yeah, at the a touchdown. Time. A touchdown's going to get you a three-point lead, right? And you're at the fifty, and there's you're going to run clock off. It's okay to run the ball. You got three timeouts and a two-minute warning. Like it's fine. Push yeah. and try to get out of bounds, and they just pass, pass, and then on third and ten, your play was it third and ten? It might have been like third and five. Either way, something like that. They just they try to bomb it. They try to go Excuse for the me. touchdown. That made yeah. me. So mad. Number one, Jimmy G missed the throw. He did, and he almost got there. He overthrew him. Yeah. Number two, why are you taking a shot to the end zone on third and ten when you know it's two down territory? And you gotta get a first down. Yeah, you just need a you just need a first down. You don't want to score right now because that leaves too much time on the clock for the Chiefs. Right. Just blew. Just like black, bad kind of like clock management there. Blue speaking, my mind. Speaking of black, bad clock management, did you think Kyle Shanahan made a mistake at the end of the first half? There's about a minute left yeah. or so, and yeah. they stop him on defense, and instead of calling a timeout right before the punt, he lets the <laughs> punt happen, and then he has 17 seconds, and he takes a shot. There's a pass interference call. Like he, I think he definitely should have taken yeah. a timeout there. My, my girlfriend's dad was yelling. Because saw, go ahead. He had three. Once again, 49ers had three timeouts. Yeah. See, like, I understand why he saved his timeouts towards the end of the game because he was like, all right, I want time to get the ball back in case we need it. But you're not playing for that. You're not, you're not, you need to, you need to be like, all right, this is our drive. We're going to go score and win on this drive. And this is, this is the this game. This is going to be the end of the game. Yeah. But instead, I think it reflected that he didn't have faith in Jimmy G that he saved his timeouts. Yeah. Okay. I want to put that out there. Anyways, back to the halftime deal that you were talking about. There's plenty of time for them to do something. They right. don't call a timeout. So then yeah. clock gets run off. He still has like a minute and something, right? Oh, yeah. He's got like a minute and 20. Minute and they change. run the ball. They run the ball twice. And then he takes his shot to Kittle. And yeah. then he calls a timeout. By then, there's like, like you said, like 17 seconds. And then there's a pass interference call. And I think it's just you don't have faith in Jimmy G. So, and you, I think you're also, you're playing the Chiefs and you're like, I don't want to push this because it's 10-10. I'm okay going in at halftime 10-10 against the Chiefs. Right. Defense is playing but, incredibly well. But right there, they left points on the field. They did. And because if they the had another the game. They had another 30 seconds, they could have at least got a field goal. <clears throat> they had, they had they plenty. Which they could have had that. Right. Did you see at the end, like, 
Uh, they get the stop on Kansas City right before they get the ball back with a minute and change left. And John Lynch, the GM of the San Francisco 49ers, former Broncos player, he's up in the suite yelling, doing the hand signal for timeout. Mm-hmm. He's calling for a timeout in the suites. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope he called down right then and it was like, dude, what are you doing? Do that again. Yeah, like, yeah. I would take you off the field right now, bro. <laughs> this is a Super Bowl and you have lost one of these before. And yeah. I feel like he just made all the same mistakes. I think so too. I think so too. Got away from the, the first run one, game. you know, the first one against the Patriots, I can give him a pass because, I mean, you really shouldn't <laughs> give him a pass. You're up twenty-eight to three against the Patriots, right? Matt Ryan MVP year, Julio Jones playing out of his mind. You don't run the ball, and you let the goat come back. But at the same time, it's the goat. It's Bill Belichick. I can kind of get it. But if there's a team it, that's going to do that to you, that's it's going to be that team. But then you come back and you do it again, and you let the Chiefs' defense stop you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're a top ten defense, but Ooh, uh, no, they said going in the game they were a top ten defense. What? They yeah, were like twenty six. They were like twenty six or twenty eighth against the I, I, pass. I was shocked by it too, but no, going in, into the pregame and like the Fox NFL guys were talking about like, yeah, this Kansas City is a top ten defense, like statistically. I don't know how they came up with those numbers, but that's is what that they just said. Like, is that just like maybe in the postseason, maybe? Or? Maybe. Well, I mean, it's really easy to be a top 10 in the postseason when that's there's 12 true, teams. But, you know, like, I felt like they weird. said they were top 10 defense because mm-hmm. Honey Badger came in. They were talking a lot about Tyron Matthew, and they did a whole little short story about him, and they were talking about him and how he's impacted this defense, and they became a top 10 defense this year, and that people would keep sleeping on him. He just won a Super Bowl. They just sure did. But I just I just felt like poor clock management, poor game management, yeah, poor play call decisions, and the defense played so good. The defense won you the game. They had it there for you, dude. And you just threw it right back at the Chiefs. Your defense was gassed. You needed to run the ball and take some time off the clock. Yeah, give them a second to breathe and drink some Gatorade. Couldn't do it. They were gassed. And then man. you got Richard Sherman, who is a good a good zone cornerback. I think I said this on the pod last week. One of the best zone corners. Yeah. But he's not good man for man. He's slow. He's old. He's been hurt. Yeah. And he's not he what he once beat. was. Like, he he's still really beat, good, big. but yeah. Sammy Watkins burned him. Mm-hmm. Um, he sure did. Oh, speaking more to kind of the poor clock management and game management. There was one thing that kind of turned, like another thing that turned me off from Kyle Shanahan. End of the game, right? You know, like interception, okay? You know the Chiefs have won. It's less than a minute left, right? You're down by 10. And this dude calls all three of his timeouts with like, there's five seconds left in the game. Like that just showed like, like very poor sportsmanship to me. You think so? See, I feel like, I feel like he did that because he has to show... I know why he did he it, has, but... He has to practice what he preach, what he preaches. And I'm sure if you're a head coach, you're always practicing. It's never over until the game's done. This is a Super Bowl. We can still win. Right. Like you, you want your team to always try their absolute hardest and do everything they can to win. And I feel like he just kind of had to go through with that, you know? Like, I feel like in his head, he was like, it'll look bad if I don't. It'll look like I gave up. Yeah. No, I get that. It's just... Like, even after his three timeouts, there was literally five seconds left, and Patrick Mahomes just ran around with the ball in the backfield for a bit and went down. 
Like that's um, how the game ended. Right. So, so we both agree that the, the Andy Reid got his Gatorade bath already. You know, like yeah, it just kind of seemed a little off. You know, I disagree. Okay, well we can disagree. Anyways, so we both agree that the the Chiefs didn't necessarily win the game, but like the Forty ers kind of. Oh, gave that it to was us. that was theirs for the taking with you know nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Um. So who do you blame? I blame Kyle Shanahan. You blame Kyle Shanahan? Yeah, I blame the the poor play calling. I blame the well, like he had. Incre- Here's the thing: he called an incredible game, right? For 51 minutes. He called an absolutely incredible game. Yeah, he had some poor clock management at the end of the first half. But overall, he came out with really good schemes, a lot of nice disguises, some reverse plays. Um, they were running the ball extremely well. A lot of power inside zone run. He mixed it up. Every one, and then every once in a while, he would throw a little play action waggle. He called an incredible 51 minutes. But the decision not to run the ball at the end of the game when you're up 10 with nine minutes left to me, I kind of, I put that on him. So I want to blame him, but I've got to blame Jimmy G over him for two reasons. Okay. Number one, early interception. Yeah. That one, this dude had his eyes closed. You can look. His eyes were closed. Yeah. Through the ball. Just hoping for a prayer. The number one reason is because at the end of the day, even though I hate the third and ten shot to the end zone, at the end of the day, an he was score. open yeah. and Jimmy G missed the throw. Yeah. It's like the moment was too big. And also, you would think, I've heard this point made, um, on first take, I believe, by Stephen A. Smith. I 1,000% okay. agree. You would think that a quarterback that sat behind Tom Brady would show some poise and would show up in the big moments, you know? Yeah. You don't expect him to play like Tom Brady, but you expect sure. him to, to be calm under pressure. And he wasn't exactly poised towards no. the end. And he didn't make that throw. That's it. You make that one throw, your contract is justified. You're a Super Bowl champion, probably. Yeah, probably because you're up four with or up three with, you know, a minute. A minute and something left. And yeah, then and then, then you put all the pressure on, on Mahomes to go score. And you're trusting. And then you your tell defense. your defense that has been amazing. Mahomes is ooh, that's another we gotta talk about Mahomes. So so I think Jimmy G, you think uh, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. So I wanna know did Patrick Mahomes deserve the MVP for no, the Super Bowl? I was talking no, I was talking about this on the I was I was sitting watching the game with my parents and uh, some friends over, but absolutely not. We were sitting there talking about it, and dude, <laughs> so it, it was bad. It was bad, and we were like, we we're like, oh, who does the MVP? Well, it can't be Mahomes. I mean, he, yeah, he had a good final ten minutes, but he threw two interceptions. He didn't look good the entire game. Had two fumbles. Had two they fumbles. Twice. Yeah, yeah it was it was looked, it was like the narrative of this game, like as it was supposed to play out over the fi- final ten minutes, was San Francisco's defense was too much for him. The moment was too big for Patrick Mahomes. He had his first bad game of his whole career, and he came at the absolute worst moment possible. That was going to be the narrative. Can Patrick Mahomes get Andy Reid over the hump? That was going to be the conversation. But instead, it ended up being we're talking about Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan. But 
I felt like the running back Damian Williams made a really good case. 100%. Over 100 yards rushing. He averaged six yards a carry, had a he, rushing touchdown and a receiving touchdown. He had the final run to seal the deal at the end, busted off a 20-yard run. He was catching the ball in and out of the backfield. I mean, think about this guy. Undrafted free agent gets waived by Adam Gase and the Miami Dolphins crew, just com- according to a reports, completely ghosted by the head coach, just like they didn't even talk to him. They're like, this guy's nothing. And then he goes and signs on with Kansas City, who, by the way, signed LaShawn McCoy out of Buffalo, thinking that was going to be their guy because they just lost Kareem Hunt last year. And he works his way up the death chart, and now he's a Super Bowl champion. I felt like he deserved MVP. I thought he deserved it. Um, not even, like... Yeah, his story is cool and all, but like, I, you don't even think about that. Like, he got two of the biggest touchdowns in the game. Yeah. And ran for over a hundred yards, which is against, a big deal for against a the Niners. Game. Against yeah. the Niners, yes. exactly. Like, those are the two main things. Number one, the Chiefs are not known for rushing over a hundred yards. They did it, and number two, they did it against the Forty ers Right. And he had two touchdowns. He had like. I felt like it should have been him. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes had three touchdowns, I think, a rushing and two passing, but he also had two right. interceptions. And, and two, two fumbles, fumbles, which he recovered. But but that's still a big deal. I'm glad that we're in agreement on that. I thought, I uh, I don't know. I thought you might have made, come out and make the case for Patrick Mahomes or for a defensive player. But when I looked at the defense, I couldn't pick one defense that just like completely shut down the game against San Real Francisco. Quick, I was arguing um, – with someone else about this uh day before yesterday yeah. and they thought patrick deserved it and they were like well that that one interception wasn't his fault he threw the ball behind tyree kill that's why he didn't catch it yeah he threw it behind him go back and watch replay by the way tyree kill had 16 targets wow that's he a lot wild. He had <laughs> that's 16 crazy targets he had nine catches but it seemed like towards the end they were really they weren't going after kelsey it was just we're gonna field. feed the cheetah field. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it really it really felt like like they were just looking for the big play. Um but yeah. So we'll stay on the Chiefs a little bit here. Yeah. Right. What you got? Um I want to talk about the future a little bit. Okay. Are the Chiefs gonna take over the AFC now? Or are there other teams that we expect to dethrone them? They're the know, kings man. of the AFC now. They won the they, AFC championship, they, they won the def- They definitely are the kings of the AFC. Um I can't really think of too many teams that, like, right off the top of my head, I'm like, oh, they can go beat the Chiefs. Number one, I can think of the Titans, right? I feel like if they played a little bit of a better game, um, they would have easily beat won them the, in the regular AFC season. Championship game. You beat them in the regular season once. Um, I'm never sitting I'm never sitting out in the Patriots, um, especially if they can add some more weapons. Um, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens with the commercial, but um, we'll – Never bet against a goat. Um, and there's some other teams out there. I'm trying to think of a couple other ones, you know. Um, Ravens. The Ravens, obviously, are in the mix. Uh, the Steelers will get better next year, especially if they get Big Ben back and they get James Conner back and they finally get healthy. We'll see what they're actually capable right. of. I mean, the Texans beat them earlier in the year, and they were up 24 nothing on them. Right, exactly. So I can't sit here and be like, oh, they're the Warriors of the NFL now. Absolutely not. And the NFL is who shows up on what Sunday. It really, it's right. Any given Sunday. Um, so. so my biggest, my biggest thought on this is that is obviously they're going to be dethroned. Um, yeah. My biggest thing though is when do they sign Patrick Mahomes? Because when that happens, they're instantly degraded as a team because they're going to lose people. 
Yeah, they have to. With the ca- all and messed er- up. And, and everybody's he's going to talk- be the highest paid. And everybody's talking about, okay, Patrick Mahomes, you write him a blank check. Mm-hmm. He's going to well, get listen. 40. Well, listen. So there are rumors. I believe Adam Schefter reported this as a rumor. Okay. Um, <clears throat> apparently, the Chiefs want to sign Patrick Mahomes now, this offseason, compared yeah. to signing him two years from now. So that in the end, you get like, a seven-year deal, a seven-year deal, or a five-year deal, whatever they, you know, would agree right. to, and instead of, you know, in two years from now, let's say like the average of the top five, like the franchise tag na- this year is going to be like twenty-seven or twenty-six. Let's say by then, like the franchise tag is like thirty-six, and right. then obviously he's going to want like forty-six. You know, right? So like right now, he might have another. He him. might have another ring by then. Right. So it's like right now, maybe we can get him for like thirty-five, forty. You know, whatever. You know, right now we can get him cheaper than two years from now. Right, for sure. So, I can definitely like, what see do that. you what do you what do you think about that? Do you think would you do that now? I mean, here's the thing: as soon as you're right, though, as soon as you do it, you're completely you're breaking up your team. I think it just depends on like, and I'd have to go back and I'd have to look at the Kansas Chiefs like uh, at the Kansas City Chiefs their structure for how their salary right. cap is, who's hitting at what, because if you can afford Mahomes still on his rookie deal. You keep him, and then you put a lot of other pieces around him for another year and go for another championship. That's kind of what I would do. But I understand wanting to preserve your cap space later because the the, the price cap for the quarterbacks is only going to go up. But I think of it right now is you just won. You have a lot of incredible talent on your team, a lot of guys in their prime right now. I think you keep him on your rookie, his rookie contract one more year. And you do your best to surround him with as much talent you possibly can, and keep that window open. Go for the chance to win a champ, another title. So, question: What do you, if you're Patrick Mahomes, do you walk into the office, you know, yes. next week, and and you're like, I want to be highest paid right now. I I I won the MVP. He is never last year. worth more. I won you the Super Bowl this year, and won youngest player ever to do it. He is never worth and more than he is going to be right now. That is exactly what I tell my agent to do is I say, go yeah. get me paid. And as soon as he says that, as a Kansas City Chiefs, you have to do it. Because what are you going to do if Patrick Mahomes sits out? Can you right. imagine that? If Patrick Mahomes sat out, that would be wild. If he pulled a Zeke scenario, if this dude went and hung out in Cabo. that's. A, but here's the thing. You know? It's because he could say, okay, well, sits, he sits out or whatever. I don't think it's going to come to that. He just doesn't come across as that kind of guy that would do that. But I didn't think Zeke would, honestly. Uh, yeah, well, maybe. But and we all know he did. But I think I think if you're Patrick Mahomes, I think you tell your agent, I think, look, man, like let's let's go get a deal done right now. And Kansas City's going to have to do it. But if you can, and he, he, or it, it would have to take a conversation talking to Patrick to say, listen, we want to surround you with as much people as we possibly can as soon as we – as soon as we pay you what you're worth, because he is worth it, the talent pool is going to go down in that locker room. And it just depends on who still has left on their contract, and you know, and, right. and, and and maybe they could get him now. Maybe they could stretch it out, stretch it out to a seven or eight year deal, and he makes more money up on the back end later in his career. You know, maybe they can structure it that way. Um, there's a lot of different variables. 
if I'm Patrick Mahomes, I go in there and I want to deal now. If I'm Kansas City, I try and keep him on rookie contract. I agree. I totally agree with all that. Um, so speaking about contracts a little bit, all right, we all know the quarterback free agency stuff's wild. Insane. <clears throat> Along with all the other stuff, like people don't know where Derrick Henry's gonna go, Melvin Gordon's a thing. Um Kenny Henry Drake's will get resigned. Man, huh? Henry's gonna get resigned. Absolutely. Titans are gonna keep him. Why we'll are you see. making that face at me? We'll see what happens. I don't know. He's gonna get a, he's gonna get one heck of a deal. Him no, and Tannehill I do, both. I do not I do not want to pay either one of them a lot. I don't like want to pay Dak Prescott average. a lot, but we're gonna to have to pay this dude almost forty to keep him. I mean, make make Derrick Henry the fifth highest paid halfback and make Tannehill the tenth highest paid quarterback. And you're good. That's not gonna happen though. No. Okay, anyways. It's um not. so we gotta talk about Tom Brady. The GOAT. Because he's the GOAT. Six he's rings. A legend. And he put out a Hulu commercial. I don't know if anyone, if you guys have seen this Hulu commercial, but he's like standing in a tunnel and he's like got all this stuff to say to my, my past teammates, to all the fans and everyone. And I'm and like, I'm sitting here and I am, I'm in tears because yeah. I'm like, Tom Brady's announcing his retirement. Right. Right. That's what I thought. I wasn't really watching crying. The commercial. I'm totally exaggerating. I really, I was like, what a GOAT way to go out. You're going to announce your retirement. You yourself purchased a commercial in the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl to announce your retirement. That is that's how you want to go out right there. And then it's Hulu doesn't just have live sports and I just wanted to throw my phone into the TV. Yeah. All right. <laughs> got me got me all worked up for nothing. Okay, and he said so, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. So I want to talk about maybe what that means. So here's like some options in my head of what maybe that means. Number one, he's not leaving New England. Number two, he's not going to retire because everyone's always asking if he's going to retire. And number three, it's just him saying he ain't leaving Hulu. Okay, we can cross number three out. Absolutely. That's not That's not even a consideration. There's nothing about. There's nothing to do with Hulu here. Go not going anywhere for Hulu. No, this is, that's not what that is. It was a Hulu commercial. What it are you talking Hulu- about? It was a Hulu commercial, correct, but that's not what he intended when he was saying that. I can almost guarantee that. This has nothing to do with I'm not going anywhere with Hulu. This has to do with he's staying in New England. He ain't going so? he ain't going anywhere. He's not retiring. He's not moving teams. New England's gonna get him some weapons, and the GOAT is gonna come back on revenge year next revenge season next year. Well, number one, let me just say that the Patriots have already come out and said that they're ready to pay him 30-plus mil. Yeah. All right. Oh, he's going to get paid. Uh, so so did the Raiders and the Chargers. Um, Raiders aren't a factor. There's no way. I don't think he'd sign with them. No. Why Why would he go to Las Vegas? Brady in Vegas? Excuse me? Um, that just seems like the most anti-Brady place. Yeah. I didn't, he doesn't I didn't like so. to deal with a bunch he of like people seen? getting in trouble or whatever. This man was seen with his wife looking at schools in Nashville. Yeah. Last week, looking at schools. There were even reports that apparently she, they, she enrolled some ch- her children in the schools, but they were definitely looking at stuff. Yeah. Right. So that's sketchy. 
They might have just done that to throw some stuff off, you know? Because Brady, I, I feel like I Brady's think, that guy that likes to play I think games. He's, I think he's making a signal to the New, England's organiz, New, New England organization. I think his intent is to stay in New England. He's not going to retire. That much is clear. I think that much we can agree upon. He's not retiring. I think that's what he was saying, was he wasn't going to He's retire. not retiring. But I think his full intent is to stay with New England. But I, th- I also heard reports he made it clear to New England, get me weapons or I'm gone. Good. Get me weapons or I'm I'm gone. I want to go somewhere where I have weapons because I can go and look at schools in Nashville and I can go hang out with Vrabes. Right. I'll go okay. hang out with Vrabes. Or I can go to L.A. and be the Chargers quarterback. Throw to Keenan Allen Throw all day. to Keenan Allen and Mike Williams and re-sign Melvin Gordon and give him a better a better defense. They won't he, re-sign him. Eckler took his job. Ooh, interesting. Where is he going to go? Um, interesting. I don't know. I'll take him if he's... Ah, never Cincinnati? mind. Cincinnati? He's a problem. I, guess I don't know. Maybe... You know what? Maybe he'll go somewhere, get signed, and y'all can trade for him. That'd be perfect for the cowboy locker room. Add oh, yeah. Melvin that's just Gordon. what we need. Zeke and Melvin Gordon. Great. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what y'all need. Um. Oh, I want to talk about something later. Oh, ooh, ooh, I just remember something. It well, has something to do with, it has are, something to do with the Cowboys. Do- Oh yeah, well we're about to get to that. Are you, are you oh, cool yeah. with Tom Brady? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, I'm it's cool time with Tom Brady. Yeah, I think you're right. I think he's he he he's saying hey, I'm not retiring. I think his intent is to stay in New England, but he's also making it clear by shopping at other schools and making signals to the New England organization and Bill Belichick, get me some weapons to work with, or I'm gonna go and see what else is out there. And as you know, think about it as a player, it's nice because you've been wrapped up in one organization for the longest time. It's nice to feel wanted and you know, to kind of shop yourself around a little bit and just just kind of see what else is out there. But I really think he's going to end up staying in New England. That, right. I just, that's just a feeling. Um. So anyways, time for Hometown Heroes, like I said. Okay. Uh, I'll let you go first since you got some stuff you want to talk about the Cowboys. I so, do. But um, before you talk about that, I want to say that all we're going to talk about in Hometown Heroes is what we want most and what we want least from our from our respective teams. So yeah. I didn't want anyone to, you know, to be like, Ugh, what is, I don't care. What could they what possibly the talk about with the Cowboys yeah, what, and the Titans what, what this week? They didn't even play. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get out of here. This is our podcast. That's what I'm saying. All right. So first thing I want to talk about with the Cowboys is the one thing I really want them to do in this offseason. If they don't do anything else this offseason, fine. But the one thing I really want them to do is sign Dak to a reasonable contract. I think at the end of the day, we're going to end up franchising him. We're going to end up paying him 26 or somewhere somewhere around there for the franchise. Um, just because we have a lot of other deals we have to work out. We have 25 free agents, right? It, among them, Byron Jones, Witten, who's probably going to retire, Sean Lee, um, Robert Quinn, Cooper, um, Randall Cobb. Like We have a lot of different pieces that we need to bring back. So I think ultimately what they're going to have to do is tag deck and try and work out some contract deals with Cooper and Byron Jones to, to keep them and keep them in place. They're going to have to really get into the nitty gritty with salary cap rules and restructuring on different ends to make this work. Um, but if we could sign Dak to a reasonable contract, reasonable being to me under, th- under 35, um, I think I know he's asking for more than 35, but I think if we can get him below 35, that gives us enough enough room to then tag Cooper and then sign Jones and keep um, 
Robert Quinn. Uh, probably Sean Lee will have to go. Jason Witten will retire, so that'll be off the contract. But that's what I, my wish list. Sign him to reasonable contracts so we can make things work with other players. The one, the thing I don't want them to do is lose multiple stars. If you can't work out a deal with Dak and you can't afford to pay Cooper what he wants, then we're going to have to lose him. We're going to probably – or the person I think we're going to end up losing the most is Byron Jones. And that – that stinks mm. to me. That sucks because yeah. we haven't had a really good cornerback in Dallas in a long time, right? I'm thinking back to Terrence Newman in 2007, and even then he wasn't a shutdown, but he was a good corner, right? He was a pro bowler. Right. And we haven't had a pro bowl corner really since then. So it would be really, really nice to be able to keep a an X factor like Byron Jones. Um, and, I, and I'm afraid, Lucas, we're going to lose Robert Quinn who led us in sacks this past year, mm-hmm. who was an amazing um, tag partner with uh, Tank Lawrence coming off the edge. Um, Tank stopping the run, Robert Quinn being able to pin his ears back and get there. So that's one thing I don't want them to lose is lose multiple stars because we have 25 free agents, and I really, really want them to sign Dak to a reasonable contract. Okay, moving past that quickly. Have you heard about this campaign, Lucas, that some Cowboy players have been having saying bring Dez back? No. I've I've seen it a couple, for a couple of people. Uh I think who was it? Was it um gosh, I think it was Robert Quinn and um another receiver. I can't remember his name. Cooper Callaway. I don't think it was Cooper. It might have been oh. Gallup or somebody else, but um a couple of different cowboys are lobbying to the front office to bring back Dez. To say, give him a one-year deal, approve it deal, and put Dez opposite Cooper and Gallup, re-sign Cobb, and that's your mm-hmm. four receivers. There's three teams that he said he wanted to go to. Yeah. Dez. New Orleans, Dallas, and who was the other one? Raiders, maybe? For some reason, I thought it was Pittsburgh. Maybe it was Pittsburgh. Go play with Juju. Honestly, it's probably the Patriots, let's be honest. Who wouldn't want to go play for the Patriots? And really, that is that is actually something that they could do. They could sign Dez mm-hmm. super quick on a veteran minimum contract, say prove it, and we'll re-sign you to a big – and build in their incentives for receptions and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. They could do that. So, anyway, I was just curious to your thoughts. Uh, Should they re-sign Dez? Cool. Yeah. I think so. I think they should. And then y'all need to get a Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I really just want to see us play in the NFC Championship game. I haven't ever seen the Cowboys play an NFC Championship game since I could hold a football. So, that'd be nice. We almost got there twice. Guess who we lost to both uh, times? Packers. That bad man Aaron Rodgers. That ain't that bad anymore. Twice. Okay. Hey, he ain't what he once was. Speaking of... Are you done with your hometown hero? I am. I have concluded. You have the floor, my friend. Speaking, speaking of the Packers. Yo, he is slapping the air right did now. Did you guys see the final tally of votes for the awards the other night, like Comeback Player of the Year, Coach of the Year, and all that stuff? Did you see, Jackson? Lay it on me. Who got the votes for Coach of the Year? Number one, who won it? John Harbaugh. Dude, I was so Cop mad. out. Fake. All right, that is but a cop out. That's not yeah. that's not even what makes me the most. Bad. I agree. All right, we're excuse me. The second 
the guy in second. Was it really got Matt more LaFleur? votes than Mike Tomlin? Was Matt Lafleur? Matt Lafleur? Why, bro? He really got second in voting. Well, it was like three, and then Mike Tomlin had two. But still, that's stupid. That okay. is stupid. <clears throat> Mike Tomlin deserved to over both of them. Blue my Don't give mind. me John Harbaugh. That's a, such a cop out answer. Ravens best team yeah. in the league. Offensive coordinator uh, or best coordinator award went to the Ravens, which I can understand because their okay, offensive yeah. coordinator designed that offense. He's the one that made it. That makes sense. John Harbaugh does not deserve anything. He failed to adapt. He lost in a game that he wasn't supposed to lose. Get out of here. I don't care about it. Get him up out of here, bro. Get him up what, out of you here. You didn't do nothing. All right. <clears throat> Anyways, my hometown heroes. Yeah. I will start off. The number one thing that I want to see with the Tennessee Titans this year is an edge rush. That's what Ooh. I want. I want a stud edge rusher. I don't care if we have to bring him in in free agency. I don't care if we have to trade for him. I don't care if we have to draft one, move up to draft one. It doesn't matter. Move up in the draft, grab Chase Young. That would be awesome. That's not going to happen. We don't have the piece. We don't have anyone to give up. Hey, give up right. Corey Davis. Bring him in. All right, Corey Davis. And our first and second overall pick. You'd make that deal right now for Chase Young, Corey Davis, and one and the one and two. Maybe. Wow, that's a lot. There are, pe- there are people saying that he's better than Nick Bosa, than both the Bosa brothers. No way, bro. Yeah. Is he really? That's what I, I heard really on ESPN. Play a whole lot. That's what, that's what I heard on ESPN. Okay, okay. then I make that trade right now. Right. If he's better even, than even, Bosa brothers, even yeah. if they're as good as them. Yeah, even if they're they're his level, you get you a Bosa. You get you a Chase Young, bro. We go trade up and what, call the Tennessee office, bro. Do something. Um. Anyways, uh, the number one thing I do not want to see, mm-hmm. I do not want to see us make Tannehill top five paid. You say that with Derek a sigh. Henry top three, pay Logan Ryan. And then give Jack Conklin like top three right tackle money because it's apparently rumored that he wants that. Then you don't. Then you don't get an edge rusher, at least in free agency. That's why I, I don't want to see it because that's your team, and then we're stuck the way we are now. Yeah. <clears throat> I am okay with letting Derrick Henry walk. He wants too much money. Really. All he can do is run. He can't catch the ball. He can't ask for too much money because he. So you're gonna give it to. Who you got in the backfield? Other than Derrick Henry, I forget his name. Deion Lewis. Deion Lewis. You got to draft one, brother. If you're going to let Derrick Henry go, you got to draft somebody. That's fine. We can get a good half Derrick, in the Derrick Henry's going to – he he would demand a market in the free agency. He I feel would. like Tennessee – I feel like the, the fan base would go ballistic. After it's what fine. he just did, everyone would freak out. Screw the fan base. Really? All right. Screw the fan base. You're using yes. like a trolley attitude right now? Or are you being serious? Number one, I'm serious. Number one, paying halfbacks just does not have a good track record. You're correct. Okay. Prime like overall, exactly. Chris Johnson, you know, he still was good, honestly. Like, he was still productive. But he wasn't the same. He wasn't Zeke. what we paid for. Zeke, not what we paid for. Right. Um... So I just don't like it. You look at the 49ers, they brought in two nobodies. Made it to the Super Bowl. That is true. Undrafted the Rams, free agent Damian Williams should have been Super Bowl MVP. 
Rams last year. Uh, Todd Gurley was hurt. Who won them their NFC Championship game? C.J. Anderson? Is that who that was? Yeah. Pulled him off the wi- the waiver wires or something? Or traded for him? Yeah, the bolt, the human bowling ball. Starting halfback for Denver. Dude was nothing. All of a sudden, he's a stud. Yeah. You see, you I see mean, what I'm talking you're, about? You're true. You're, you see you're, what I'm talking you're, about? You're, you're speaking facts out here, brother. I mean, Derrick Henry led the league in rushing. I think he also led the league in, like, rushing attempts. But, you know, that's besides the point. Yeah. Um. Which was amazing. I remember he was getting hit in the backfield a lot. I remember you making that point in one of our episodes. The first, the first half of the year, yeah. Tannehill coming in really helped him. Uh, he's Tannehill's smarter than Marcus. <clears throat> I'll give him that. I still don't think that there's like anything he can do that Marcus can't necessarily. I just think Marcus had some skittish problems, getting a little spooked back there in the backfield. You know. Yeah, he just needs a fresh start. He, needs a a, he deserves. Yeah, one. I really, I really think a fresh start helping. Um. But yeah, there's there's too many other halfbacks that are good. The halfback market is too deep. It's too easy to draft a halfback and him be good. Yeah, especially his first five years. And Derrick Henry's 26. I know that doesn't seem super old, but it's not like he's going to get. I just feel like they're going to re. I just feel like they're going to re-sign him and they're going to re-sign him to a really big deal because, I mean, everybody's talking about King Henry and Lena League in Russian and. You know, because he's like the face of the franchise right now. Face of the franchise right now, and he was, you know, like the fan base would, because the fan base would erupt and riot. I feel like the Titans have a lot of pressure on their shoulders to re-sign him. I'm just saying, if he wants to be highest paid or close to Zeke, I don't know. Leave. Oh, I agree. You're not Zeke. Zeke can run for as much as Henry can and catch. Hundred gazillion percent more footballs. Zeke's still a top four running back. Definitely. He's still top four. Zeke's top two. Yeah. Him and McCaffrey are the best halfbacks. Then you go to Saquon, Henry. Throw Damian Williams up in there now. I mean, in pure running, in in pure absolute pure running ability, I say Henry just because he's big. Right. His his size and speed. Combined, like, there's nothing else compared to it. Turned Earl Thomas around and put a kick-me sign on him. Yeah. (laughs) Threw him out of bounds. (laughs) But I just just don't want to see us just like, all right, we're going to overpay these studs on our team. And then, like, are they really studs on other people's teams, though? Like, Jack Conklin's solid. I want him. you got to have a solid right tackle. Yeah. I don't want to pay, make him the highest paid right tackle, though. Uh, So, anyways. So, that's it for hometown here. Everybody always wants highest paid. It just keeps growing and growing and growing. Yeah, like at really some hurt. point, really like hurt. you're not going to win championships if everybody on your team wants highest paid. Mm-hmm. Like you're just not. Exactly. You're going to be um, a, a highest paid player in your position in the NFL for three or four years, and you're going to collect your cash, and that's cool. But you're never going to win anything. Exactly. And that's what I want. I want to win. I want to win. That's too, what I brother. care about. So screw the fan base. <laughs> Dang. All right, we're leaving it all out. Let's go. Okay. Um. Come on. So. Moving on from that, I want to do updates on our records and on our bets. Yeah, man. All right. So. Go ahead. Place will, the crown. I'll, I'll, no, I'll do that. Upon we'll do that my last. scalp. Jackson, you're jumping the gun. That's the I, big finale. Oh, okay? I get it. I want a crown. We're going to do bets. We're going to do bets. Okay. All right. So All right. Jackson and I actually tied on the bets. I won three and he won three. Ain't that so a kick we in the had, head? Yeah. So, uh. 
we would have been tied four to four, but we threw two out. So we did eight bets in total. Yeah. All right. Number one, we did the Packers top five defense and the Redskins making the playoffs. Those are the two that we threw out. Yeah. Both of them flopped hard. All right. So Jackson got Kenny Stills 500 yards receiving. Yes, sir. He got the Cardinals four or more wins. Barely. Barely. Well, we got and, it. And he got the... Uh, Titans not making the Super Bowl. Ooh, one game. Just ooh, one. Just game. by the edge, bro. I thought I was. Uh, I was about to be buying Almost, Lucas some, man. some that, Super Bowl gear. Hey, you were you were losing that bet until the last like twenty minutes of the game. I was. Uh, I was losing it bad. Anyways, and then I won. Jackson said Noah Font was going to be a top ten tight end. Nerd. What a loser, right? Look at him. Uh, yeah, it was bad. <clears throat> Bad call. We made a bet that Tannehill would not win comeback player of the year last week. We, we made, made that a bet. bet. I won it. I thought he would get de- just he wouldn't be qualified for it, but he got it. Nerd. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. And then and then the the third one I won was of course that if Mahomes did come back for the Titans Chiefs game in the middle of the year that uh, the Titans would win. On a blocked field goal. Hey, I got so mad. There's no way. No, we were winning before the blocked field goal. The blocked field goal sealed it. It made it so we didn't go into overtime. Nerd. <laughs> Nerd, dude. I really thought Pat, I really thought Mahomes was going to come out and give it to y'all, but yeah. but y'all so, did the damn thing, and y'all you know, came out of nowhere. Yeah, so, so we tied on the bets. We have another bet up, but it's going to be up for a long time. Lamar Jackson will start eight years over his career. So we made we made the bet like three weeks ago that um like Jackson was talking about Lamar Jackson and everything and I was like he won't be a starter Barring and, 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 uh, an unforeseen like medical no yeah you didn't fiasco. say that dude. you said he will be a starter I said the barring a years, crazy like medical fiasco go back NFL, and look. He medical will be fiasco big, as okay? like homeboy breaks his leg or gets in a car accident this dude is going to be starting for the next eight years total so he's got well, Six no, you can't left. just say like like he can get hurt and come back and then be bad. He could get hurt and come back and be bad. He's still gonna be a starter. He will not have eight years starting. No. That's our so, bet. So when we're here eight years, eight years from now, from now we'll, or six, no, no, no. six and a half years. We won't years even have to now. wait that long. Six and a half. Like three years from now he'll get benched. Or four. Lucas see he put it, he sealed the piece of paper. And he is he's gonna keep it. I think he's gonna make a time capsule. And he's gonna see, put it in somewhere. the binder. It's a in the binder. binder. He's forever going to be able... He's going to keep it. Okay? It's our gopher two Bible. His fish... marked. His fish, Marlon, will be guarding it with his life. Right here? Hey, you watch out for this man, too. All right? I he's know. a bad fish. Siamese fighting fish. All right? Oh, I yeah. Put it, hey, I was, I was told... I was told by some good friends and by some good internet research that I did that yeah, yeah. you could keep them with some chill fish like some tetras because they were faster and stuff right. and that the beta wouldn't fuck with them. Right? Beta wouldn't mess with them. You know what happened? I put what the happened? tetras in there. Next day, I'm sitting here. I'm like, oh, what? Boom. Marlin spears my little tetra right into the cast. <laughs> right? Did he really? <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Was done. Dunzo. He was out. All right? My snail, I had a snail in there. He disappeared. I don't know if he crawled out or if Marlin ate him shell and all. All right? Dude. But you look out for <laughs> Marlin. I'm not messing with Marlin, bro. I'm not messing right. with him. All right? Anyone trying to have a beta fight? Bring your beta fish. 
my fish features. Come see me. <laughs> big trust. Woo woo. <laughs> he just said that. He said, come All right. see me, big trust. Let's go, Lucas. All right. I love this podcast. Anyway, oh my God. The grand finale of the podcast, the crowning of season one champion, Mr. Jackson tallied up our whole record throughout the year of all of our picks of college, NFL, and I believe that's it. Yeah, just college and NFL games. And uh, I didn't know if we did anything crazy maybe at the beginning. Uh, anyways, Jackson won. He won 79 games and lost 54. I won 71 and lost 62. That's a dub. That's a chip. I'll take it. Light. I'll take the. I'll let take the just, clap. Let me. Let me just. Yes. Crown on. Ah. All right. Ah. Yes. There you go. There you go. Season one champ. Hello to all my fellow compatriots. Anyone with I, a sniper at a small tower about three hundred <laughs> yards away, please do me a favor. Oh man, it feels good to be the season one champ. One of us has to get a hundred uh, games right, eventually, right? That's my goal for next year is to get 100 games right. Well, will there be 100 games next year? If we did preseason? Well, I went, we se- I went, I went, I don't know what we should, but I went 79 and 54. So there's over 100 games there. Oh, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Okay, okay. I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. I got you. I was kind of keeping up with our same ratios, you know, we got going on right now. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it, it'd have to be yeah. like 200 games for me to get 100 right at this rate, but I'll take it. Bittersweet, Jackson. That's it. That's it for season one. Guys, that's it. Season one. Uh, season two will be premiering. Uh, we will keep you guys updated on the exact date for that. But we're going to be doing a free agency show uh, probably right around the beginning of April, I think, Lucas, right? right. We're going we're gonna to do a free agency, all right? Yeah. And then we're going to have a pre-draft. Yes. And we're going to do a post-draft, all right? Yes. Capping off all the crazy stuff. It's in Vegas. You have to, when you're drafted in the first round, I don't know if you have to do it the other rounds, but I know for sure in the first round, you have to ride a boat across the water to get to the stage. All right? That is awesome. There's, there's going to be some awesome stuff going on. So super excited for that. Very, Looking forward to our excited. teams improving. The Texans getting worse, right? Because they don't have any draft picks. So they got to get bad, right? Jackson, bad. Jaguars aren't getting any better either. They're awful. Jacksonville's garbage. It's a, they ain't it's nothing. A, they don't have no leadership. They don't have a locker room. They're like you, the Cowboys. Yeah, you got a one-on-one. <laughs> I heard that. You got a one-on-one against Indy for the for the division title. Everybody's getting better over here in our house, so we're probably going to end up losing the division again. Got fantasy football coming back next year. Oh, All yeah. right, maybe maybe we start. Maybe we add a fantasy football segment real quick, guys. I, think so. I just want to throw this in there. We want all of your ideas for things that y'all want us to do for season two. Um, if you're watching this on YouTube and you think it's unorganized, I apologize. When season two comes around, I'm going to put all the season one episodes into one playlist, and then I'll start adding the season two ones into another one. I'll change the thumbnail color. That way, yeah. we can discriminate between all the episodes 100 way we want to. Uh, we're gonna. We got some ideas for season two. All right. We we're gonna start streaming it on YouTube and Twitch. That way, you guys can interact with us as we're doing it. I think that's it. gonna Take be really fun. Are we doing? I think that'll be awesome. Yeah. We'll still be uploading to YouTube, of course, to Apple Podcast, all that stuff, Spotify, everything. Wherever that we you can hear do. them. That's right. Um, but yeah, just any ideas on segments and stuff y'all might want us to add, or some YouTube uh, videos you want to see. Yes. Any any updates or anything y'all want us to do in between now and season two? 
I think right? we might do some XFL on the on YouTube channel. Bit. Not a full podcast for the XFL, but Jackson, we might do some Jackson's XFL gonna videos. Jackson's going to do some XFL. Lucas is going right. to do that. He kindly volunteered. <laughs> he wants me to do it because he don't want to. All right, we'll see what happens. You know, it's whatever. All right. Whoop, whoop. We'll do it together. Whoop, whoop. Big trust. We out here. But but we just we appreciate you guys for being we do. here, right? Thank you a so much for the, the comments, what, the likes. What is this episode like? What episode is this? 26, man. Next year we're Please. having... Next year we're going to have like 40. 40 like episodes of season two. Yeah. That's wild. It literally is yeah, half we a year. We even skipped. We skipped a little bit. You yeah, know? we had two we, or three we, weeks where we, weren't, we didn't we skipped upload. skipped a couple episodes. But super excited. Super excited for season two. I think season two is going to be awesome. And we get to start from the beginning this time. We do. Season two starting free agency. Maybe a little throw a little combine recap in there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe do some little supplemental stuff. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll oh, yeah, see. Yeah. Drop your thoughts in the comments below. Let us on know. YouTube and Spotify, and of course, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Drop those ratings. We will read your rating and your review on the pod. All right? Call me ugly and tell Jackson that he's trash, and I'll read it and I will <laughs> laugh at it. All right? You will, dude. As long as you give me five stars, I don't care what you say. Same. All right? I really don't care either. Let's get it. Real quick, no free shout-outs, all right? But just saying, while we're gone, the Bussin' with the Boys podcast has just started up. Absolutely. And if you don't watch that, you should. There should it's be two podcasts pod. that you absolutely listen to in your life. Number one, it's us. Number two, Bussin' with the Boys. Just got sponsored by Barstool Sports. It's amazing. Will Compton, Taylor Lewan, the dad. Especially, especially if you're a Titans fan or if you like – Taylor Lewan and Will Compton, or if you're a Raiders fan, because they talk about the season that they just had. Oh, yeah. It, they literally, um, their first episode, there's a part one now, and there's going to be a part two later. It's literally two days after the AFC Championship. Dude. So it's raw. It's fresh. Yeah, that's awesome. crazy. Absolutely crazy. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to season one of the Go For Two podcast. We're going to coming at you guys live in April for a free agency um, recap and our pre-draft show as well. We'll be streaming live from YouTube and Twitch. Of course, we're going to be uploading this to where all podcasts can be heard, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and etc. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Go2Podcast. Give us your thoughts for Season 2, any ideas that you guys may have. Uh, feel free to sh uh, hit us up with, the, with those thoughts. But that's going to be it from us from uh, an incredible first season. And I think if we learned anything over this year, we're going to throw out... Um, Mark Ingram, catch us on season two. Come see us. Big trust. We love y'all. Bye.